0: Welcome into the Lifeline Morning Show. I'm Stephen. Thanks so much for hanging out with me. So, you know how I like to get your day started. On the right foot, right? Something inspiring, something encouraging to let you know, hey, yeah, it might be Friday, but it's going to be a great day. So, with that in mind, here's your inspiring quote from Ann Patchett. She's an author. She said this, just because things hadn't gone the way I had planned didn't necessarily mean they had gone wrong. Yeah, you know, so many times we have this idea of how we want our life to be. We have this blueprint. I mean, we learned that early on, right? I mean, when you were a kid, did you imagine having a family? How many kids you would have and all those different aspects of life that you could envision for yourself? Has all of that come about? Is it just the way that you had planned? Maybe you planned on having a little boy and a little girl and a dog and a cat and that was good. (laughs) <laughs> but now you got four kids and it's like, yeah, a little more than you anticipated and maybe three cats and two dogs. <laughs> you know, life just works out that way. But just because there were twists and turns and things that happened that weren't in your plans doesn't mean that your life is not good because it's still great, right? You just learn how to maneuver. You learn how to Take care of those situations and those circumstances. You become better as you come through each and every one of them. Yeah. So this quote really inspires us all to remember that our path in life is always changing. And those curveballs can bring us some of our greatest lessons and joys. (laughs) So embrace it today and be thankful. You know what? You've still got a God who loves you and he's still in your corner no matter how many curveballs have come your way. And remember, there are probably still some curveballs coming, but you can navigate them all because of him. Here's Maverick City Music with Chandler Moore and Naomi Rain with Jaira.
1: I'll never be more loved than I am right.
0: I don't know about you, but I use that time in the car to do my heaviest thinking. I mean, my mind kind of wanders anyway, but really I can get through some issues, right? If something's been on my mind, I can kind of think it through and it helps me out. So maybe you do the same thing. Maybe you're thinking about your kids today. Yeah, I don't know. Um, it's one of those things that we navigate as parents. It's what stage is your kid in right now? Because depending on what stage they're in, That means what kind of parent you have to be. We kind of adapt and change throughout this whole journey. Now, I've got a seven and a half year old, so I haven't had to adapt and change too much yet because, well, let's just be honest, I'm not very happy about this whole dating phase that's coming in the next few years, but I'm glad I've got some time to think about that and to learn a few things between now and then. But I don't know, maybe you've already navigated that, or maybe you're in the middle of it right now. Well, let me tell you, there are these different stages that our kids go through and with these stages come our different responsibilities and i found this guy on tiktok who has a really cool grasp on this on how we need to adapt through all these phases here take a listen to this and see what you think about it see if this might be good food for thought while you're driving down the road
2: i'm going to give you the four stages of parenting if you want to write these down you can so at first you're a caregiver and that's the kid comes home in the onesie. You're just trying to keep them alive. Cry in the middle of the night. Uh, Next stage is you're a cop. And if you go to a restaurant today after church, you're going to see parents that have to be cops with their little kids. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? It's just constant. And you're in cop stage for a while. Caregiver, cop, and then you're a coach. And, and the season just changes a little bit. So now you're talking about life. Uh, n- now you're talking about uh, decisions that they're going to make. You're, you're trying to equip them for making decisions. And then they become adults and you go to the last stage, which is consultant. Mm-hmm. And you're hoping that you've built trust through the years and they're still asking your Id- advice. So caregiver, cop, coach, and consultant. Those are the four stages of parenting. And you've got to ask yourself, what, what season are, are, we, are we in?
0: So, what season are you in today? Hmm. Think about it. Here's Dan Bremnis. You walk, you run, you climb, and you
3: fall again. You crawl, you fight, you break apart tonight. But I am.
0: Okay. So, have you ever really thought about how and where you were born? I mean, think about it. You could have been born anywhere in this big, beautiful world. You could have been born in Africa. You could have been born, um, well, in South America. There's no telling, you know, but for some reason, you were born right here. And here you are in the United States. And you know what? Lots of things we take for granted while we live here that people from around the world really admire. And so I just wanted to bring a few of them to your attention. These things that we take for granted that really are a great benefit to us. (laughs) Number one, this is like 10 things that people from around the world say America does right. And it's so funny because the first one deals with food. Turning corn into things that are not corn. That's right. Cornbread. A dinner is not complete without some cornbread. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or corn dogs. Come on. That just elevates that hot dog to a whole new level, Right. How about this one? No, that's actually number one and number two. <laughs> Turning corn into things. All right, here we go. Number three, the rest stops on the interstate. The places, they don't have that. This person says, I love the interstate rest areas on road trips. I'm a Canadian from the West Coast and was very, very impressed with the 24-7 rest areas. Clean washrooms... Nice grassy areas for dogs, picnic tables, and a lot of times people selling crafts or offering free coffee. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Alright, number four turns out to be music. In particular, jazz. Yeah, jazz was born here, right? (laughs) Number five, national parks. Absolutely, they say. People complain about crowds at the national parks, but this is somewhat by design. As you mentioned, the American national parks are very accessible. They have handicap trails. They have large educational visitors' stations. They have viewpoints on the roads. They're meant to market the outdoors to the masses. They're a park, much like an urban park is. Most have truly amazing drives that give a great sampling of what they offer. Yeah, and that's true about, you know, the state park here in Gunnersville. Some beautiful scenery. And the wildlife, I mean... Rarely are you going to go anywhere near the Gunnersville State Park Lodge and not see some deer roaming around, you know? So those are just a few of the things. I'll get into the rest of them later on in the show, but I just wanted to give you I don't know, just a little reminder of all those beautiful things that we have here that other people wish they had. So hey, we should be thankful for them, right? Here's Colton Dixon with Build a Boat right here on the Lifeline Morning Show.
2: I've been seen a cloud and forever over me but I believe your rain is coming mm.
0: I was perusing Facebook yesterday and I saw this post pop up from Zach Williams and it says, "Hey, getting ready to release a brand new song tomorrow so I thought, hmm, I better keep track of this. So I went ahead and shared it to my show prep group to make sure that I was ready to share it with you today. I found it this morning. It's got a soulful feel to it and a really long intro. <laughs> but here he is now with Looking For You. This is Zach Williams.
1: All the times that I worked hard
0: because I believed. What a song. Looking for you. Zach Williams. I love how he talks about how he was looking for something earlier on in his life. He was looking in all the wrong places. But you know what? He found what he was looking for. I love that brand new song. You can find it everywhere music is sold. I purchased it from iTunes. Say it with me in three, two, one. Give me the horn! That's right. That's how we start. The car line competition. Are you ready to win some gift cards? This morning, two gift cards to Albertville Home Bakery are up for grabs. All it is, is I ask a trivia question. You call me up, give me the right answer first, and you win two gift cards. One to keep, one to give away. I'll even ask you. Who are you going to give your extra gift card to so you can share some love on the radio? I love this every morning. So, hey, let's get started. See if you can win some gift cards. Here we go. What is 12 Divided by four. Is it two, three, four, or five? Be the first caller at 256-505-0885 to give me the right answer. And you'll win these gift cards. Again, 256-505-0885. What is 12 divided by four? Is it two, three, four, or five? Again, the number 256-505-0885. Here's Stephen Curtis Chapman. Don't lose heart. Ooh, I've got a caller. Mm Mm-hmm. So, just to let you know, an Albertville Home Bakery gift card is a great birthday present. You're going to find out why I'm saying that coming up next. You've got to hear this last call. Oh, I love it. And I'll give you an opportunity to win a couple gift cards of your own. So, stick around for that. Here's Tarn Wells, When We Pray, right here on the Lifeline Morning Show on your 88.5 JFM, making your day better and hopefully just a little more fun.
2: People hurt and people broken. 88.5
0: 88.5 J.F.M., good morning. Good morning. Hey, who am I talking to?
4: Krishna
0: Amina. Hi, Krishna. What are you up to today?
4: I'm just up cleaning my room.
0: <laughs> okay.
4: Listening to, you know, Yeah. And 5.
0: Well, thank you for listening. I really appreciate it. You want to have some fun this morning? Sure. All right, here we go. Just a math question, real easy. What is 12 divided by 4? Is it 2, 3, 4, or 5? That's exactly right. Congratulations. You just won two gift cards to Albertville Home Bakery. What do you think about that?
4: Awesome. It's my daughter's birthday this month.
0: (laughs) Oh, wow. What's her name?
4: Princessa. She actually used to work there.
0: Oh, cool. Okay. (laughs) Well, she knows how good their cupcakes and their cookies are. Yes, yes, yes. She's so
4: excited.
0: Yeah. So tell me something special about that daughter of yours.
4: Well, she's a baker. She yeah. just graduated from um, Johnson & Wells University. Wow. And yes, and it's her first birthday home. So
3: this is amazing. <laughs>
0: oh, that's awesome. Yes, it's
3: very really special well, for us to be able to celebrate it with her.
0: Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing the love on the radio and happy birthday to her from us here at the station. Oh my goodness. That's, that's good stuff. Me, thank you so much. Oh, you're very welcome. Let me grab your address real quick. I'll get these gift cards sent your way. Okay. Can I ask you one more question? Go ahead. Why do you listen to 88.5 J.F.M.?
4: It brings me hope, happiness, joy. You know, when the world is like the worst ever, just listening to music, Christian music, it just lightens your day. It just brightens my day.
0: Oh, awesome. Thank you so much for listening. You're the reason why we're here. Thank you. Thank you. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Happy birthday! That's amazing stuff. I love that. You just never know who you're going to get to talk with on the car line competition. So I'm going to keep it going. I got another question here. I just cleared the phone lines. And here is the question for you to call in and win a couple gift cards. What is the capital city of Egypt? Is it Moscow, Cairo, London, or Madrid? 256-505-0885 My goodness, you were quick on the draw I've already got a caller this morning Stay on the phone line with me While I start this next song And I'll get your answer Alright, here's We the Kingdom With Miracle Power Right here on the Lifeline Morning Show On your 88.5 JFM Making your day better Your word of life today comes to you from Philippians chapter four, verse nine in the New Living Translation of the Bible. Keep putting into practice all you learned and received from me, everything you heard from me and saw me doing. Then the God of peace will be with you. So when I hear that scripture, I automatically think about a good teacher and you have a teacher that stuck out in your childhood, right? There was just something about them. They went the extra mile to make sure that you got it. Well, I hope that you've had that in the faith as well. And this is your call to pay attention to that teaching, to live it out. Yeah, put it into practice because that's what we're called to do, to be disciples and then to turn around and disciple somebody else. Yeah. Why don't you share that word of life with somebody in your life today? We've got it ready for you on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and TikTok, and at the top of our website, 885jfm.com. We're all about this car line competition this morning. I've got another question for you. Bobby Levine just paid it forward. That means that whoever gets the right answer on this next car line competition question is going to win not two, but four gift cards. That's right. So here we go. Here's the question. Which direction? does the right side of a compass point to when arranged so that north is facing forward hmm is it north south east or west remember we're talking about the right side of the compass is it north south east or west be the first caller at 256 505 0885 with the right answer and you'll win four gift cards to Albertville Home Bakery The question one more time Which direction does the right side of a compass point to When arranged so that north is facing forward Is it north, south, east, or west? 256-505-0885 Ooh, I've got a caller Stay on the phone line with me while I start this next song And I'll get your answer Here's Mac Powell with New Creation Oh, it's brand new from him This is some good stuff Turn it up, rock out, and we'll come back And find out if this caller got the answer correct Coming up shortly 88.5 88.5 J.F.M., good morning. Hey, good morning, Stuart. How are you, sir? What's going on, Charles Parkinson? Ah, head of the word. All right, uh, man. Story of all of our lives. <laughs> hey, how's your mouth feeling? You still got the toothache going on? Oh, the abscess—I I popped it myself, and it feels much better. <laughs> oh, awesome! Very good. I'm glad you're feeling better, man. <laughs> saved on some, uh, saved on some insurance money and copays and all that stuff too by doing it yourself, I guess, huh?
1: Yeah. Well, see, I, I put it off because I had to go see my regular doctor anyhow, and that's a forty-dollar copay. Yeah. So, You know, I figured why go to the dentist and him when the dentist is just going to give me antibiotics? So, that's right after I popped it. I went to him on my regular appointment and told him, hey, look, I got abscessed tooth, and he gave me antibiotics.
0: antibiotic. Uh, two birds, one stone, man. Uh, yep. You got it, dude. That struggle's real, though. The copays can kill you. Ugh. Oh, yeah. it
1: went from $15 a visit to 40 just in January.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's nuts. It's nuts. All right, man, so I've got a question for you. Now, you're taking a look at a compass, right? And North, if North is facing forward... Uh, what is to the right side? What What's to the right? Is it north, south, east, or west?
1: Uh, believe it or not, I, I I couldn't even tell you how to read a map. That's something I never really <laughs> paid attention in school. I think I skipped that day or something. I'm going to guess east.
0: The east is correct, sir. You got it. <laughs>
1: I, I was just picturing California in my head in New York.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I got you, man. You got west coast and east coast. I see your process of thought there, man. it, it, it <laughs> It really paid off, too, because you just won four gift cards to Albertville Home Bakery, man. What do you think about that?
1: Uh, That's pretty good.
0: Yeah? All right. Well, you know how this works. We'd love for you to keep one of these and give the others away. So who are you going to give them to? I'll just keep them going. Keep them going? Yes, sir. Oh, so you're saying we're passing all four of these on to the next person. They're going to win six gift cards? Yeah, why not? Dude, that's amazing. Man. Hey, I still want to hear about somebody in your life. Somebody you really appreciate.
1: My wife. <laughs> she's just been on my mind lately. And, you know, she's, she's great. I mean, go home, dinner's made. and You know, you, you couldn't ask for more. Yeah. She, I mean. she takes care of all of us. She keeps us on our toes. I mean, she's she just great.
0: Yeah. That's cool stuff, man. Is Pizza Getty on the, uh, on the menu anytime soon?
1: Yeah, we've got the ingredients. I'm not sure she will make it, but yeah, we've got everything.
0: So. <laughs> and you yeah. sent me that recipe, too, so I'm going to be sharing that on our Facebook page so everybody can enjoy.
1: <laughs> yeah, like I said, you can make it with hamburger meat in it or without, and yeah. both ways are great. Awesome. But I would recommend trying it without first and then adding some more. I've actually thought about trying Italian sausage in it. But Ooh,
0: that like sounds sausage, good. So. Yeah. Cool, man. All right. Well, we will pay it forward. Thank you for calling in. It's always fun hearing from you. You have a blessed morning. All right, you too. Bye. Bye-bye. Just thinking about Getty makes me hungry. Pizza and spaghetti combined together with Italian sausage or hamburger meat. That's just the extra toppings. Yeah, that's good stuff. And yeah, be looking for that uh, recipe. I'll be sharing it on our Facebook page. He sent it to me. So, all right, cool. Well, we've got another opportunity for you to win. And you heard him. He just rolled that over. He paid it forward. What exactly does that mean when something like that happens? Well, I like to think of it like this. There's a train rolling. That's right. <laughs> so when I ask the next question, if you're the first person to call in and answer correctly, you're going to win six gift cards to Albert Home Bakery. That is a lot of sweet stuff. So stick around. We'll do that coming up after your drive time devotion.
5: So stick around. This is Pastor Gary Kraft with your drive time devotion. Have you ever watched a movie halfway through? Many times the story is not very satisfying at that point with things not yet developed or resolved. Perhaps the plot is not yet obvious and you're left hanging with a sense of incompletion and unanswered questions. A book that you're reading or a project that you're working on can feel the same way halfway through. And so can our lives. If we judge our lives only by what's going on right now, we might be discouraged. But what we see at this moment is not the whole story. Paul understood this principle when he wrote, Forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead, I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. Because of Christ, we can finish strong. Our last chapter can make our story great. Our final scene can be our finest because He affords us the blessed hope of eternity. Our current crisis need not define our whole story. Look up. Look forward. Christ is not only in your current situation, but in your future, preparing the way for a strong finish. Lift up your head, the plot thickens, the climax of your story is coming. Your redemption draws near. The character with the nail scars wins in the end of your story. Let's pray. Father, give me the assurance of your complete understanding of my story. Help me look forward, trust you, and find joy in your skillful help and care. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: All right, let's get back on this car line competition. I'm opening up the phone lines, making sure they're ready for your call. And here is your question, okay? So keep in mind, the person who answers this correctly first wins six gift cards to Albert Home Bakery. That's just been rolling over this morning. It's been amazing. All right, so here you go. How do you say goodbye in French? Is it au revoir, a vida saying adios, or arrivederci? 256-505-0885 is a number to call. Again, how do you say goodbye in French? Is it au revoir? a you sang, adiós or arrivederci? 256-505-0885 is a number to call. Oh, I got a caller right now. Goodness gracious. Stay on the phone line with me while I start this next Song and I'll get your answers. Danny Gokey and Corin Hawthorne with "We All Need Jesus" and that's so true. And they can sing it oh so well. So turn it up and enjoy this song. 88.5 JFM. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, who am I talking to? Deborah. 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 Who? What's your last name? Deborah White. Deborah White. What you up to today? Just got off of work. Headed home. Okay. Remind us all where do you work? Uh, Color Master. Oh, awesome. Do you like working there? Yeah. Yeah? Cool. Do you ever met the boss before? Yeah, uh, the plant manager, but not the owner. Oh, so you haven't met Gus? No. Gus is a pretty cool guy. Hopefully you get to meet him sometime soon, for all the right reasons. So, alright, I've got a question here for you, and I don't know if you've been listening this morning, but we've got the opportunity for you to win six gift cards to Albertville Home Bakery, because people have been paying it forward, saying, hey, I don't want them, just roll them over. So... Here's your question. Let's see if you can answer it correctly. How do you say goodbye in French? Is it au revoir, sang, adios, or arrivederci? Au revoir. Au revoir, that's exactly right. Congratulations to you. Oh, you felt the pressure and you came through. You just won six gift cards to Albertville Home Bakery. What do you think about that? I think that's awesome. I do too. Now, here's how it works. So we want you to keep at least one of these gift cards, right? And we want you to give the other ones away to somebody, some people who mean a lot to you. And I'd really love to hear about somebody in your life that does mean a lot to you. So share the love with somebody right now. Uh,
4: My friend Faye.
0: Oh, tell me a little bit, something special about that friend of yours. She's
1: uh,
4: very sweet. She's godly. And she's an inspiration to me.
0: Oh, I love it. Good friends make life a lot more fun. Yes,
1: sir. Sure does.
0: Awesome. All right. Well, let me grab your address real quick and I will get... All... Okay,
1: but but I I don't want them. I want you to give them out to the first
0: responders. First responders. Oh, such a big heart. I can totally do that. Yeah. All right. So six gift cards to first responders. Yes. That's going to brighten up some people's day. That's going to put some smiles on their faces. Thank you so much for sharing the love like that. What a big heart you have! <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. All right. Hey, uh, keep keep listening to us. We're so glad that you make us part of your day. And can I ask you one more question? Sure. Why do you listen to eighty-eight-five JFM? Because
1: y'all y'all uh, inspire me. Y'all just I just love y'all. Oh. I love stories and uh, you know, make the. Inspiration y'all give to
0: everybody. Oh, thank you so much. That means a lot. You're the reason why we're here, and it's our it's our goal every day to help make your day just a little bit better. So.
1: And it does. I I love the talks y'all have in the morning when I get off at five thirty in the morning, and the yeah. talks y'all have on there. I love
0: that. Oh, awesome! I'm glad you enjoy it. Well, thank you so much. I hope you have a great rest of your day. You too. All right. Bye. All right. Bye. Wow, thanks so much for calling in and thanks for listening. And just giving away those gift cards to first responders, that's cool stuff. Hey, I'll have your chance to win coming up after your weather and your word of life. And that's after a few words from our ministry and business impact partners. So stick around. Hey, I want to invite you to stick around because coming up here at the top of the hour, we're going to have an amazing interview with Caitlin Dickerson. She's from Snead State Community College talking about the Parson Pantry. She's been in the studio a few years ago talking about something similar they were doing at Albertville High School. Well, now, she's at sneed state and they're doing something that's really blessing a lot of kids so she's going to tell us what it's all about and how we all can get involved so that's at the top of the hour right after casting crowns and crazy people right here on the lifeline morning show on your 88.5 jfm
1: who builds a boat with no clouds in sight
0: And welcome into the Lifeline Morning Show. I'm Stephen. Thanks so much for hanging out with us this morning. So I've got a very special guest in studio with me right now. Now, you've seen her here on the show before. Her name is Caitlin Dickerson. But last time she was with us, she was with Albertville High School talking about the Aggie Pantry. Well, she's now at Snead State Community College, and they're doing something very similar over there. I'm so glad she's here today to talk with us about it. Good morning to you, Caitlin. How are you doing today? Good
4: morning. I'm great. How are
0: you? I'm doing wonderful. So when y'all reached out to me and told me what was going on at Sneed State, I'm like, yeah, we've got to talk about this. Because I remember being in college, and let me tell you, I survived off of ramen noodles. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's about right. it. So, hey, what are you guys doing with this Parson Pantry? How does it work? Okay, so
4: kind of the same concept that we had when me and the group of Girl Scouts put the Aggie Pantry together. Yeah. Um, it we have some cabinets that are built. They are unlocked. They're at the bottom of our new McCain Student Center. Yeah. Um, just kind of in a dis- a disclosed location by the vending machines. And kids can go and get whatever they need. So there's food, there's school supplies, there's basic needs. Um, we even have family needs, so diapers. Um, we don't have formula, but we've we've stressed our kids if they need formula, we can try to find the brand that they need. Um, we have just a variety of things for them, laundry detergent, um, hygiene items, things like that.
0: Now, who is eligible to receive things from the Parson Pantry?
4: Any student at, that um,
0: attends Sneed State. Awesome. So we're talking about those kids straight out of high school or Mm -hmm. those moms and dads who decided to go ahead and finish up a degree Mm -hmm. or maybe change a career. Yep. So everybody can benefit from this.
5: That's good stuff. That's
0: good stuff. Okay. So tell me, how has this transition been? I know you've been at Snead State for a while now, but we were talking a little bit before the show about how things have kind of stayed the same. Right. (laughs) Tell me a little bit about that. So we
4: just kicked off um, our fall semester back, I guess, a few weeks ago. And So this is the start of year two at Sneed for me, start of year 10 um, teaching. So yeah, like I mentioned earlier, it's kind of been the same because a lot of the students that I had at Albertville, I joke because I I started out with with them in sixth grade, taught sixth grade for four years and then transitioned to ninth grade and I followed them and then taught them in 12th grade. And then when they graduated, I moved to Sneed (laughs) and so... We, we laugh now, and so the very first day of class, I walked in, and there were a ton of my kid, my old kids on the front row, and I just started <laughs> laughing, and all the kids in the back that didn't know me, they were like, what is she doing? And I said, all of these kids have been, been my kids, since some of them since the sixth grade, and and I said, it's just funny, I said, because I've been following them the whole time, and now they're following me because they get to pick who their teachers are in college. <laughs> so I'm like, it's your fault now that you're in my class. Oh, uh, it makes you so feel just, good, though. Yes. They, they yes. chose you. Yes. That's so, huge. Yeah. I, I love all of my students that I've had, past, um, past students, and then new students that I have. They're just such a blessing. So
0: I love it. I love what y'all are doing there. So, hey, I know that y'all could always use resources to help stock the pantry. So... How can we all get involved and get some stuff there to make sure that these kids, these people, these students are taken care of?
4: Yes. So we solely run off of donations, either monetary or bringing, people bringing items in. So if you would like to bring specific items, you could bring them to the McCain Student Center on the bottom floor. That address is 102 Elder Street in Boaz. And Miss Suzanne at the desk at the in the bottom floor, she is great. She will take those from you and then she'll reach out to some of our team we've got a team of 10 that is on the committee for the Parson Pantry and so one of us will go organize it, stock it and um or we have where you can give monetary donations for easy access we have where you can PayPal and I can give you that that link for for that so Sure
0: Awesome. We will grab that link and put it at the bottom of this interview over on Facebook. And right now, in case you didn't know, uh, this interview is live on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter. So you can go on over there and check it out. And hey, share it with as many people as possible, please, because we want to get the word out about the Parson Pantry. This is really some good stuff. So, you know, a lot of people listening this morning, maybe they have kids who are coming of age. They're getting ready. Maybe this is their senior year, or maybe they're a junior, and they're looking at colleges, for their future. So give me the elevator speech real quick, Caitlin. Why should people come to Sneed State Community College?
4: Oh gosh, it, <laughs> it is just home. I mean, that's that's kind of how I can describe it is we are all just a big family. We welcome your students with open arms and we love them like they are our own. And there's no better place than to start out right, right here in, yeah. in Marshall County. So yeah. we would love to have Your students that are fresh out of high school or those that want to um, get a degree that are older, we welcome you as well. So
0: I love it. That's the kind of journey that I took because I thought I was ready to leave home right after high school. I thought, yep, I'm going to get a scholarship. I'm going to go to UAB. But I was not ready to get out of the house quite yet. So I ended up going to a local community college. And I'm telling you, it was really a good decision because I was still able to live at home and kind of transition slowly because it can be a shock. Yes. For a lot of kids to suddenly be out of the house we all know what happens when that happens mm-hmm. sometimes bad decisions are made so a good transition right here at sneed state community college and the parsons i mean come on that that mascot isn't he a preacher yes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i love it i love it okay so tell us one more time about how people can get in touch about the parson pantry
4: so you can call my office phone it is two five six eight four zero four one seven zero or you can email me at at sneed.edu. And then, again, we take donate items. If you want to donate, you can bring them to the McCain Student Center, the bottom floor. That's 102 Elder Street in Boaz. Or if you would like to give a monetary donation, you can um, you know, bring cash or check or up to the college or you can do PayPal. So we have a lot of ways that you can get involved.
0: Awesome. And I'll make sure to put that PayPal link at the bottom of this video over on Facebook so people can go there easily, click that link, and just give as they see fit. Perfect. Caitlin, it's always a blast having you in studio. Thanks for coming by. Thank you for having me. All right. We'll get back to the music that you know and love. I've got some Danny Goki. If you ain't in it right now, right here on the Lifeline Morning Show. You know what? Sometimes I think we should be grateful for the mess. What exactly do I mean? Well, you know that mess that your kids make around the house. Yeah, did you know one day you're going to miss that? Mm, you know what? I've got this this piece of audio I'm going to share with you. It's really going to put things in perspective for you. It's from a dad who's coming to the realization that you know what? I'm thankful for the mess, and here's the reason why. <laughs> I want to share that with you coming up after your weather and word of life. So stick around right here. I've got some pretty cool advice from a very loving dad. Somebody who recently came to a startling realization. And I want to share it with you because it really made me think, am I guarding my time like I should? Hmm, I know I've got to work on that myself. How about you? Well, here, take a listen to see what he has has to say and and, uh, make up your mind about that. My living room's a little messy and I gotta be honest, it bugged me a little bit. There's clothes on
6: the ground, There's some toys, there's even a cereal bowl left out. My kids kind of made a mess and just left for school. And as I was picking up the toys and clothes, I realized, hey, this is only going to be messy for another 10 years. And then I thought, man, that's not good. This is only going to be messy for another 10 years. What am I going to do when there's no mess? I may step on the occasional Lego, and I may have to spend some more time cleaning up toys. But whenever I'm 60, sitting on my couch, looking out at my clean rug... I'm going to wish for that mess again. You know, I'm not going to have my son running up and giving me a hug or my daughter grabbing my hand as I walk her down the steps. I'm going to be wishing for those moments. And it made me think, man, I really need to make the most of my time right now while they're here. I need to be present with them, and I need to guard my time to make sure that I have every moment I can with my kids while they're still here
0: with me. Have you been to Walmart lately? Well, I went just the other day, and let me tell you, the seasonal aisle, it's not full of school supplies anymore. Oh, no. Since Labor Day has passed, that means that those aisles are full of candy and costumes and all the other stuff that comes along with Candy Day. Halloween coming up, yeah. And it's earlier and earlier every year. They start packing these shelves full. And with that in mind, I wonder if you ever deal with The temptation to eat a whole lot of sweet stuff. Do you have a sweet tooth? I do. And so with those bags of candy, of course, you might see some really good deals. And so you're like, well, you know, it wouldn't hurt to just get an early start. Let's go ahead and buy some candy to get ready for that night. Well, tell you what, um, that's a little bit of a problem for most of us because I don't know about you, but I can't just let a bag of candy sit unopened for a month. That's just not me. (laughs) I've got to open up that bag and sample just a little bit, or maybe half the bag, but you know how it is. So what are some good rules um, when it comes to candy month (laughs) or candy season? I should say, because it's earlier and earlier every year. Well, here, this is a little advice that I came across, and I thought it was so important to get this out there. Do not, under any circumstance, buy any Halloween candy before the week, ...of Halloween. Nope, not even if it's on sale. No amazing deals, no buy one, get one free gimmicks, nada. (laughs) You know you'll eat the savings in a week and be forced to replace what you ate by Halloween. Therefore, spending more than you would have without the sale. So, just trust me on this. You may think saving money in the moment will also save you from temptation, but... ...it's lies. Fake news and lies. Repeat after me. Halloween candy... ...sales are not our friend. Okay, good. Glad we got that straight. (laughs) I've got some more advice for you when it comes to candy season coming up here on the show. So stick around. We'll have some more fun, okay? All right, now I've got to go find something, something sweet to put my tooth on. Oh my goodness. All right, more great music after your weather and your word of life after a few words from our business and ministry impact partners. Thank you for making us part of your day. Been talking about escaping temptation when it comes to the seasonal aisle at Walmart. They've got the candy and the costumes and all that stuff out. Yeah, that candy looks so good, right? I've got a huge sweet tooth. In fact, I've got many sweet teeth. And so yeah, I love buying candy. I love eating candy. And it's one of those things where, who was it? Was it uh, Lay's potato chips that said, I bet you can't eat just one? Or was it Pringles? I can't remember. Anyway, that's the same with candy for me. It's like, no, I've got to have more than one. Come on. i got to have at least one for each hand. right but hey um coming up here on the show we're gonna talk a little bit more about about the fun you can have we're gonna talk about some candy and um a personal story that might give you some chuckles coming up here it's between me and my daughter grace it's pretty funny stuff so stick around we'll get into that next right after micah tyler and walking free right here on the lifeline morning show thanks for hanging out with me this morning i enjoy doing life with you are you a candy connoisseur do you try new things of course we all have our favorites right but you remember growing up all the different choices that you had remember those candy necklaces oh that was just the right amount of candy and slobber around your neck right and it's just you got tired of chewing on it for a little while you just let it hang out and then you go back in for it it was amazing (laughs) my mom she recently found a box of candy cigarettes. Hasn't seen those things in years. And of course, she had to have them. So we went and caught up with her last week. And my daughter, Grace, had never seen a candy cigarette before. So we all had one. We even took a picture with them in our hands and our mouths. It was funny. Just bringing back your childhood. And now that I have a kid of my own, I'm trying new stuff. So have you tried all these sweet and sour options out there? Well, let me tell you, I just went down to the truck because I had to bring this up. I I couldn't remember the name of it, but they're called rips, right? These things are licorice, but they've got like this tangy, sweet and sour, like powder on them and sugar. And they're amazing. They're flat, right? But we were in the truck headed toward the theater, last saturday because it was national cinema day we were going to take advantage of those three dollar movie tickets and so we took uh, my mother-in-law marcia with us we all love going to the movies so while we're driving down the road grace offers marcia one of her rips and so she hands one to her and marcia puts one in her mouth and she is going nuts she's like that is sour Ooh, that doesn't taste right where is that from And I got to thinking, where is that candy from? Surely it's somewhere here in the States, right? So I've got the bag in my hand. I'm looking. It's almost, it's got two pieces left in here. It's pretty good stuff. But I look at the back. It's from the Foreign Candy Company. So yeah, this, um, this candy is a product of another country, which is kind of crazy, right? It's like from Turkey. So anyway... This is one of those things. You try new stuff and every now and then it hits just right. And sometimes it doesn't. You're like, ah, I don't want that again. But with my seven and a half year old, I am open to all kinds of new flavors. So I could tell you that these actually from the foreign candy, candy company, the rips are actually pretty good. Yeah. Like I said, we've only got two left and I'm thinking about eating them here in the studio. So we'll see what happens with that. Green apple and strawberry. (laughs) But hey, you'll be noticing a whole lot of candy. In the seasonal aisle at Walmart. Yeah, I've already noticed. They've got the stuff stocked, right? So, how do you avoid temptation when it comes to that candy aisle? Well, I've got some more tips for you coming up here on the show. So, stick around. We'll have some fun with that. Okay, I'm back. I ate the candy and all is well. So, that's um, good stuff, by the way. Yeah, it was rips. That's what I was talking about last break. But we're talking about candy because that seasonal aisle at Walmart is full of it. That and costumes and home decor and all that stuff. For spooky season, yeah, all the candy. But how do you... Get away with not giving into temptation when it comes to candy. Because mm-hmm. you know it's good, but you don't need it. But it's good, but I don't need it. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to indulge. You know what I mean? But there is something cool about when it comes to Spooky Night, right? So there are so many different fall festivals, things like that, where kids get candy. And I've got to say, I've got a seven and a half year old, and we are not hurting on the candy front when it comes to this time of year. Because, I mean, when Halloween rolls around, We're going to get like a bag full of candy. And, you know, as a dad, I have to exact the dad tax. So, yeah, I get a few pieces out of that bucket. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. And then after that, you've got the other stuff coming, like, uh, I don't know, Christmas parade, things like that, where candy is thrown out again. So, yeah, our buckets stay full (laughs) for a few months uh, until it gets depleted by dad and, and mom and the little girl gets a few pieces too. No, she gets most of it. But anyway, uh, just be careful out there. Uh, pace yourself. They say some of the best um, some of the best advice is to wait until the week before Halloween to buy that candy. That way it's not just sitting around and ready for you to eat. Yeah, so just keep that in mind, okay? (laughs) So you've likely heard the news. Queen Elizabeth II has passed away. I mean, she was in power for the longest time for any English monarch. So we're talking about a really long time. But how long was she on the throne? Hmm. Tell you what, I ran across a little bit of information yesterday. And a little other information is kind of on the fringes of her impact so i want to share all that with you coming up here on the show and i know you might be tired of hearing about it because she is the queen she was the queen of england not of the united states but still it's big world news right we need to keep in touch with stuff like that so we'll touch on it coming up after blanca and dante beau with the healing right here on the lifeline morning show on your 88.5 jfm making your day better now turn it up this is a great song Queen Elizabeth II uh, came to power when she was just 26 years old. That's been a long time ago. She's been on the throne longer than any other monarch in Britain's history. So, over that course of time, there's a little-known fact. Now, this comes down to her love of pets. Yeah, you know that she loved corgis right but how many corgis has she owned over the course of her life well the first picture that she's uh, in with a corgi is when she was 10 years old and then of course she had corgis up until the day that she passed which was just yesterday by the way very sad time so please be praying for her family of course as they're trying to get through this loss but how many corgis do you think that she had Maybe 10? 15? Well, she was 96 years old. She got her first Corgi when she was 10. So how many Corgis do you think she had? Hmm. Was it more than 20? Was it more than 40? Oh, stick around. I want to talk with you about that. (laughs) I'll give you a little more information as well. So, have you guessed yet? Well, yeah. 30. 30. She's had more than 30 corgis over the years. She's also had two dorgies. Those are crossbreeds of Dotson and corgis named Candy and Vulcan. So yeah, been on the throne now for the longest time for any British monarch. So 70 years on the throne is a long time. But how exactly do you quantify that? How do you really take a look at how long that actually is? Well, I came across this guy on TikTok who has the perfect way of putting it in perspective. And I want to share his video with you next. So stick around. We'll talk a little bit more about the queen and wrap this up, okay? So I kind of had some fun talking about the queen's dogs, how she loved corgis, and she owned over 30 of those. We talked about that a few minutes ago. But I wanted to kind of cover some of those milestones in world history that happened While Queen Elizabeth was in power. Now keep in mind that she came to power. When she was just 25 years old. She was born in April of 1926. But at 25. In 1952. She came to power. She began sitting on the throne. But what happened between then. And her death yesterday. Is quite eye opening. How many things have transpired in our world. Like. In 1952, when she came to power, well, the world's first commercial jet service began. In 1955, the polio vaccine was declared safe. In 1960, there were a lot of things happening in our culture. In 66, though, China's cultural revolution begins. In 68, uh, the assassination of Martin Luther King Jr. And it's gone on and on. She sat through how many... (laughs) moon landings (laughs) from us here in the US and other things happening around the world right? It's a long life that she lived meeting with almost, well, with a bunch of (laughs) American presidents. It's just, it's hard to wrap your head around how long she was in power and what kind of things transpired during the course of her life but the moral of the story is this, she is a person just like any other one of us is. Yes, she might have sat on the throne. Sure, that's fine. That's well, that's good. Being a monarch, being in the royal family. Woohoo! good, you know? But, I mean, when it comes down to it, she lived a life. She tried to make the best decisions that she could. Well, she had a lot of weight on her shoulders. Her people were her subjects, right? But honestly, when it comes down to it, aren't we all in the same kind of situation where we have to make choices every day? the better of those around us and we have people who are depending on us yeah our family husbands wives even our friends yeah so the question is when it comes to the end of your road here on this earth how are people going to remember you what will they say about you when you're gone on to be with jesus you know that's something that should push us every day To be better every day. To live more on purpose and more fully every single day. We keep that idea that my time here is limited. What can I do to better this world? And to better my family and all those people around me. That's the thing that we need to focus on. And you know what? If you keep moving forward, you keep God at the center of it, there's no telling what kind of great things you're going to accomplish So just keep that in mind today. It's just a good reminder that our time on earth is limited. So let's make the most of it. I want to give a big shout out to everybody who's listening to us on the stream right now. In Palm Coast, Florida, Joel Modest hanging out with us right now. And I see you just outside of Columbus, Georgia taking a listen. Yeah, thank you for joining us on the stream. Also, we've got Scottsboro, we've got Albertville, Gunnersville, ARAB. And taking a look uh, a little farther up north, Louisville, Kentucky is hanging out with us this morning, then across the ocean, Helsinki, Finland. Hey, whether you're listening to us on the stream or on the radio, I just wanted to let you know, we are thankful for you. We are celebrating 27 years here and you're a part of it. Yeah. You know what? We've got a long way to go. We've got a lot of great stuff to do as a radio station, and you're a part of it. So thank you for being here. Now, I've got just a little reminder for everybody. This is just so good. It doesn't matter who you are. You need to hear this because the little girl that's sharing it is one of the cutest kids I've ever seen or heard in my life. She came across my TikTok feed the other day. And my goodness, you have got to find her over on TikTok. Her name is Charlotte Ann Tucker. And she's got some amazing advice here. I want to share it with you right now. Oh, this is gonna this is gonna be good. I don't know who needs to hear this, but if your plan A doesn't work, you have 25 more letters in the alphabet to walk out <laughs> if plan a doesn't work you got options remember that here's the afters let me just tell you a little bit about my story okay i'm gonna tie it in with an artist who just made a huge comeback and has a song on the charts I mean, usually when an artist comes back who's been gone for a while, it takes them a while to build back up. But this lady, she's killing it right now. So let's travel back to the year 2000. Okay, so that's the year that I graduated high school. I know, right? It's a pretty long time ago. Anyway, uh, I loved Christian music growing up. I remember listening to WDJC in Birmingham. And when Reality 101 came online, oh, I loved that. I even had a window sticker from them. Right. And I loved listening to Mark and Mac in the mornings on DJC and Sundays of praise and all that. And I loved listening to Christian music on my way to school. And even then in the year 2000, after I graduated, well, later that fall, well, I went to college, went to Wallace state. And so I'm away to Wallace, which from battleground to Hansville, Alabama, that's a little bit of a drive. We're talking about 45 minutes or so. It was a lot of time spent listening to the radio And I absolutely loved all the bands that were playing. I mean, I remember some of them like, uh, oh, let's see, (laughs) FFH was big. Uh huh. For Him was still on the scene. Uh And then there was some up-and-comers. Well, in the year 2000, that's when Rachel Lampa decided to release her first album. See, she was discovered when she was just 14 years old. She signed with Word Records through Sony Entertainment, and she made a huge go of it. A lot of us know her music and then she went away well what happened to Rachel well I'm glad to say I've got a little bit of a explanation for you and her story behind the song with her brand new single so take a listen to her as she tells you what's been going on with her life
3: hey guys Rachel Lampa here I am so excited to be talking to you about my new song perfectly loved Um, this song kind of came out of nowhere. Um, I was not thinking about doing music again. It was not on my radar at all. I was literally momming and going to small group with my friends, (laughs) which included Andrew Rip and Ethan Hulse, who ended up writing this song with me. And um, we were talking about our childhoods. I was talking about 14 year old me, which is someone that some of you may have met before. So good to see you again. You look great. Um, and. You know, I was talking about how I just, I loved music and I loved God and I loved people. And for some reason, over time, I started to believe that the more I accomplished, the more I tried, the more I performed, um, the more worthy of love I would be. And, um, I don't think I was aware of it at the time, but I was, I think I was singing for love rather than from love. And, um, so this song is sort of the song I would sing to her and I would sing over her and remind her that God's love really is free and it really is perfect enough to love us no matter what we do or don't do um, or if we are running or we are hiding um, that his love is that good and um, there's nothing we can do to lose it. And it's cool to like look in hindsight and see all the ways that it did follow me my whole life because I'm made of it. I'm made from his love and made for it. And so this song is for, is for us, <laughs> the ones who sometimes forget and um, the ones um, who maybe have never even heard of a love this good. So thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being part of this journey. And um, I hope I get to see you soon. God bless.
0: And she gets a little help on this track from somebody we all know and love, Mr. Toby Mack. Here she is, it's Rachel Lampa with Perfectly Loved, right here on the Lifeline Morning Show.
3: Who said that you were beautiful and that you didn't belong in your own skin?
0: Wow, what a song. Rachel Lamfa and Toby Mac featured on that song. It's called Perfectly Loved. And let me just be the first to say to Rachel from all of us. Welcome back. We've missed you. We're so glad that you're back with us. And hey, you can find that song wherever music is sold. That is called Perfectly Loved right here on the Lifeline Morning Show. It's been a blast hanging out with you today. And I want to leave you with one final thought. Okay, this is from Eleanor Roosevelt. Yeah, former first lady. She said this, Courage is more exhilarating than fear. And in the long run, it is easier. Think about that for a second. Ooh, that's gonna need some unpacking. Am I right? Yeah, so let's talk about it. Courage is more exhilarating than fear. Hmm. You know what? I think she's right because having courage is something that gets easier every time you have to grab it, every time you have to use it, because you learn how to overcome fear every time that you're courageous. And God gives you the power to do that. So I can see where she's coming from. Courage is more exhilarating than fear. Because fear, it makes you kind of low. It makes you be in a dark spot. It makes you be scared, right? But having courage, knowing that God is in your corner, that he's got you, knowing that there's no reason to be afraid, that's huge. And the more courage you have, the more familiar you become with it. In the long run, it is easier than fear. I love that. Yeah. So who would have known? Eleanor Roosevelt just giving us a diamond today. That's good stuff. Well, hey, I hope you have the best weekend ever, and I want to see you right back here on Monday from six to ten for another Lifeline Morning Show. Can we do that? Can we make it a date right now? Okay. All right. We'll have another car line competition as well, and we'll have a lot of fun. But you know what? It's going to be a great weekend, too, so go out there and make the most of it. And remember, you can always stream us from wherever you happen to be. We would love to keep you company all day long. Keep us in the background at work, at school, at practice, at the game, while you're cleaning the house, whatever you're doing, we'd love to be a part of it. So thank you for tuning in. And remember, you can always catch the recorded segments from the show on our podcast I put those together on 885JFM.com. And that main menu, just click Lifeline Podcast. And at 1010 this morning, there will be a brand new episode. Today's episode, you get to hear all the stuff that went down from the car line competition questions to the interview that we had about the Parson Pantry. Really good stuff. Hey, that's online as well. So go check that out and share it with somebody. All right. See you back here on Monday. Have a great weekend.